Welcome to Papa's House Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message by Pastor Charles. For more information about this service, visit Papa's House India by logging in into SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, and Facebook. This book, Hebrews, is a beautiful book, and many people contributed the writer to uh, Paul, but then later they said, no, it's not Paul because the style is different. And then they said it could be Luke because it's so detailly mentioned, but then they said it's not Luke, it's, and then they keep on changing. But we know the book is written by the Holy Spirit. It's the book that summarizes, it's like a concentration, uh, con- concentrated subject of the entire the Bible. It's one, it talks about one person, the chief high priest, the king, his name is Jesus. He came not to fulfill what was happening in the Old Testament, which is the shadow, but to really replace it with the real stuff, the invisible kingdom, uh, that Jesus becoming a chief priest, a king who reconciles us back into the into the original design so uh, this is a beautiful book you can't get it all in one setting i would encourage you to read a few times but we will just take few scriptures and to see where the lord is leading okay now if you read hebrews chapter 9 and you will see the author the writer leaves a yeah, last couple of verses as a punching statement. He says there in 27, as it appointed for men to die once, after this, the judgment. That's Hebrews 9 verse 27. So Christ, verse 28, was offered once to bear the sins of many to those who eagerly wait for him, that he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. So the salvation is not just saving you from from sin it's for the holistic life to have a kingdom perspective we christians are not supposed to just live monday to friday for the world saturday for me and sunday for god that's a very greek dichotomic thinking that came after ad 160 when uh, when the, the the roman catholic church started to make dissect of the days and said this is holy this is not holy and that's where we even have the term called sacred and secular so this is actually before that and many many authors can agree with this it was written before the destruction of the 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 temple uh, in in Jerusalem so Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many so to eagerly wait for him will appear the second time this book has been a, a an encouragement for the people who are going through persecution and how many of you know that we live in the end days of the end days, the last days of the last days? And I'm not a, a, a you know gloom and doom preacher, but I'm also not yeah all will go well preacher. But I wanted to tell you it will be a total disservice if I just tell you everything is going to go well. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say this: God is sovereign. He is in control. He still has his final word, but that doesn't mean we will not go through challenges. And we will go through challenges, but this is what we have in assurance. We have assurance that the one who is in us is greater than the what we see around us. And that's the confidence. So if you want to title this word this morning, you can just write it down, say, don't throw your confidence. 
don't throw your confidence so now let's jump to chapter 10 and i want you to uh, go to verse 35 and then we will go back and forth some scriptures therefore the author says the writer says the author is holy spirit therefore do not cast away your confidence which has a great reward and this is a challenge for many of us we are in a testing season we are in a season where we are uh, tried in different levels our marriage is tried our finances are tried our faith is tried our uh, relationships are put into test and someone said this god tests you before he trusts you and this is a unique season that we are going through and last uh, wave when the first wave hit Eunice could not leave the house for close to 65 days. She has never left her home. And that was in the middle of a summer. Usually that's usually summer we escape to Europe. And uh, but this time there was no possibility. And it took a huge toll on her on, on, and she almost had a meltdown, you know, and because the, the gossip in that during the first wave was the Italians who brought the coronavirus to India. So they would look at her as if she is the container and the transmitter of virus. And even our neighbors would, uh, the ones who usually say, hi, ma'am, how are you? I mean, I'm just mimicking, uh, but they would uh, even look at her and go and close the door quickly as if like she can breathe virus over them so she went through this ordeal of mental meltdown and it took us by god's grace seven and months it needs to be in church and so what i want to encourage you this is a season of we are trying it's a season of trying marriage is put to test our finances are put to test our relationship are put to test even our faith in god is put to test and that's why the writer says therefore do not throw your confidence when it says therefore you need to look at what's written before so let's look at what written before from verse 32 but recall the former days in which you live after you are illuminated you endured a great struggle of sufferings and partially while you were made a spectacle both by reproaches and tribulations partly while you became companion of those who've been so treated for your compassion on me in my chains joyfully accepted the plundering of your goods knowing that you have a better and enduring position for yourselves in heaven so the writer was saying hey guys the confidence that you have is not on who you, what you can accomplish the confidence you have is what christ has accomplished in you christ has accomplished in you by allowing you to go through the trials trials of hatred trials of rejection trials of being ridiculed trials of facing persecution trials of even ostracizing you know that you are you know you are some kind of weirdo and all these things you endured now you accepted paul says you know paul, no, i mean the, i kind of relate him to your paul but you don't need to agree with that but the writer says you know they you have joyfully accepted those things now don't throw your confidence and then he goes on by saying for you have need of endurance after and this is the key verse we will dwell for the next few minutes verse 36 after you have done the will of god you may receive the promise now 
we have a little bit of a skewed mindset we think the promise is the will of god we think when i do what god has promised that's the will of god but actually the writer says no when you have done the will of god you will receive the promise so then what is the will of god have you ever thought about it what is the will of god the will of god does not mean everything will go well there was a will of god for mary what was the will of god oh woman highly favored that was the that was the that was the word that god gave to mary what was the word who oh, highly favored and if you interpret that word to our modern christianity highly favored means no trouble double promotion great honor multiplication of resources and amazing breakthroughs you are flowing on a water or walking on water everywhere you touch is turned into gold highly favored means i am having a great success everywhere it's supernatural right that's our interpretation let's be honest come on church yes that's our you can show thumbs up or whatever you know uh, so that's our interpretation but what was the word for mary received highly favored basically does not mean what all i just told you now highly favored one the mary has to run for her life highly favored one she has to hide the baby in a foreign country for two long years highly favored one has to be ostracized by the family around highly favored one has to be criticized by the people around saying you don't know the father you are saying because it never happened before hello it never happened before that that girls and girls getting pregnant by the holy spirit <laughs> and highly favored goes goes through shame highly favored goes through uh, name calling highly favored loses his own reputation highly favored make even come to a point her own fiance wants to reject her secretly highly favored has to see her son hanging on the cross highly favored has to see her son being rejected the isaiah says you know we all turned our face towards away from him you know and his face was so ridiculed that we could not even look at his face you read isaiah 53 so highly favored does not mean what we interpret highly favored so mary did endure the will of god what is the will of god the word of god is the will of god amen and then is she broke into promise what was the promise today we have a savior and his name is jesus amen it's quite contrary to what we have learned what we have learned is hey the will of god is the word of god the word of god is your promise so claim it name it you know confess it fast try something you know go for it but it's quite opposite and then it's keep on going i mean i may in my flip or slip of my tongue i may say paul says uh don't um uh, get bothered by that so verse 37 look at verse 37 it for a little while i'm reading from the king james probably from uh, uh, other translation it says different it for a little while he who is coming will come and will not tarry now the just shall live by faith and now this is the punching statement but if anyone draws back 
my soul has no pleasure in him now what is he saying he is saying that your call is to do the will of god no matter how tough it is we are so easy you know we have this mindset i don't know how you think i used to have this if it doesn't work probably i am doing something wrong something has to change in my life i used to think like that something is wrong sin in the camp mentality something is going wrong that's why things are not moving forward let me tell you this if you wanted to take notes write it down every word of god has to go through a testing process every word of god has to go through a testing process the highly favored one was the word of god okay the word of god is the will of god for your life okay and the word of god goes through a testing process mary could have just say this is too much this is literally too much that's what zach the zachariah tried to say i am a old man you see this is so beautiful if you read luke it it'll it'll be so fascinating the guy who is in the temple he is offering sacrifices he is in the temple he is well seasoned but he could not test he could not agree with the word of god and trust that word of god will help him to do the will and he is like oh how come how come i am old my wife is old this is not possible the guy who is inside and here is a teenager in those days women cannot get inside the synagogue women comes late like lepers and the gentiles outside outer court they were not allowed to read the torah they are not allowed even to witness imagine if brother sunil punches me on my face and in, in 2000 years ago and you know reka or or sister mary saw and she goes to rabbi chani and says hey i saw brother sunil punches charles on the face the testimony of reka and sister mary is not taken why because they are women why the rabbi says three things every day thank god i am not a gentile thank god i am not a leper thank god i am not a woman and here is a girl a teenage girl got the word of god and she endured that to see that will of god happens and here is a guy in the temple who knows he do the audiences he goes inside do all those puja mantra tantra whatever you can call it and the word of god appears to him and he is like no this is not possible are we learning something this is what i want to encourage you and it says here if you draw back what is the drawback we say it's not working so i'm going to give up it's not going well so i'm going to give up or you know what we do we know what we came from because all of us came from a religious background maybe you are not from a hindu background but maybe you are a second generation christian but everyone you know came from a religious background what is religion religion is form without power that's called religion so you have a form without power and you have a tendency you have a formula if i do this 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 and this i can reach there so what do you do if it's not working so immediately you go on your checklist your formula okay did i pray well maybe not i should pray all the time did i fast well oh i fasted but one day i broke my fasting like one new believer came to know the lord and in one pastor's you know village church and the pastor told him fasting time you should not eat but you can drink 
So in the fasting prayer, every 10 minutes once, this brother was leaving the church, coming back, leaving the church, coming back. So this pastor was questioning, but he didn't mind. Maybe he thought he's got some you know, bad stomach. So he was going back and forth, back and forth. So after the fasting prayer, the pastor said, let's have lunch. So he went to the kitchen. He saw only rice. The sambar is all empty. So to a shock, he asked, what happened to the sambar? So the pastor found out this new believer said, pastor, you told me, you told me not to eat, but you can drink. So I finished the sambar. So it's a joke, it's a, it's a humorous story, but the reality is we always go through the checklist. Okay, this I didn't do well. I fasted, but I didn't do fast this well. You know, maybe I should fast three days. You know, so one guy said, I want to fast 50 days. They want to be more holier than Jesus, you know. So it's like sometimes we try to go one step higher, you know, do this. And if fasting doesn't work, speak in tongues. And maybe I have to kneel down and lift up my hands and speak in tongues. Then only God will hear. Uh, maybe I should, you know, I should do this. I should do that. So it's all you trying form without power. What is power? Dunamis. That's the presence of God. So form without the presence of God. You can translate that. Take out the power, put the presence of God. Form without the presence of God. What is that? It's religion. So you are trying to do this. Trying, 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 trying. The Bible says, my soul has no pleasure in him. And this is the thing. We fall into this rat race, this trap that says, I have to do this. I have to fix this. This is my problem. I mean, there is a thin line. I'm not saying there is no sin in the camp. I'm not saying God's voice cannot be heard clearly when you live in sin, when you live a dubious lifestyle. I do believe that. But... As a born-again Christian, when you're walking with the Lord, when you know that God has spoken over you, the word of God is there and the word of God is the will of God that enables you. But then you face with the confrontation that the word is opposed, the word is challenged. It is not time for you to draw back and say something is wrong or try to fix it, the word, in your own ways, which is, which is a sad thing for many Christians and they, what they do is they live in the constant sense of condemnation and guilt. And that will never take us forward. And eventually they lose the joy, which is the greatest emotion God gives to us as Christians. Amen. And they live something called, I call them dry fish Christians. You know what is a dry fish Christian? The fish inside the water is alive. It's beautiful. It's pricey. It's, it breathes the fish out of the water. It's a dry fish Christian. And they are so dry. And the water talks about the Holy Spirit being immersed. And it goes along the current. When you are outside the water dry, you can try to do on your own. But, you know, someone said, you, the, the, a, a coal that is taken out from the fire can glow for a season, but then it will be put off. And many Christians are like that. And then finally they say, it's not working. And then what they choose, they choose something called, Bill Johnson says, uh, practical atheism. You know what is a practical atheism? They say, the, say as a Christian, you are a normal person, you are going to church, but then you become a dry fish Christian. Like you don't have the presence of God, the Holy Spirit. The, you have a form without power and you become a dry fish Christian. What do you do? You look at others around. So you have a neighbor. He is just like you educated. 
he has the same he works in the same company but he is not the father. he is not one who is supposed who is not he is not the one who is filled with the holy spirit so you copy him and he says my neighbor bought a house with the emi my neighbor bought this he is he did this this is you to the so we just copy people's formulas and we walk and do it all we do is we sugar coat it with a prayer and we call it god's will that's not what god has called us it's called that's why it's called practical atheism we every time when we encounter an opposition we need to go back you know can i tell you from my personal thing i think unis might have shared this to sister mary on the other day um, when they had this breakout session everything god spoke to us when we were in this forced sabbath is quite opposed god spoke to us come back to india create home based church empower people create you know and he gave us a word start the school is you know and he gave us a word empower the single moms start the soap factory you know and uh, and he gave us a word you know he, he, he gave us solid solid word everything and we came back we had a beautiful momentum people were gathered you know we saw so many young people so we never saw so where are those young people here in the zoom can you see nobody is there you know all of them there is a beautiful wave of people were coming people were encouraged i'm not saying you are not young you are young you know i am very young my brother sunil is even more younger so so um, you know don't don't say you know what do you think about me that's why i don't turn the camera on don't do that okay you are young but i'm talking about you see we had a beautiful flow of people now where do you see them you don't see them you know and it's so challenging to see these, these guys you know who've been coming so excited so thrilled and then boom covid came second wave you know and and all of a sudden we have to stop gathering and then it was it was a it was a there was a momentum that almost felt like boom dropped now what do you do in this moment it's it's easy to throw in a towel and i'm being honest with you and me and yunus we even talked about it like did, did we hear god right what did god did he i mean i remember very clearly uh, i i wrote down here on on my piece of paper the time and the date god spoke words like how church supposed to be it's supposed to not be a service it's supposed to encourage empower one another it's supposed to create a priesthood of all believers and we are in a very crazy time you know so what do we do now should i just throw back and say or i try to push it in my own ways or try to say more fasting more prayer more you know more speaking in tongues hello no or i should say you know what i'm not going to draw back i'm just going to hold on to the promise of great is his faithfulness and look at this verse 39 we are not this is the writer says we are not of those who draw back to perdition but of those who believe to the saving of the soul my dear brothers and sisters soul is a crazy thing soul is the one that you have your emotions your will power and your feeling and soul is the one that constantly bombarded with the challenges the soul is the one that says you know hey nothing works give it up 
soul is the one that thinks you know what maybe you heard god wrong so you should try other ways and the soul is the one who says probably this is not going to work try a shortcut there was a soul who encountered the word of god her name is called sarah she encountered the word of god what was the word out of you i'm going to produce a, a nation a generation that's going to be if you look at the stars that many it's going to be if you look at the seashore that many it's going to be like the sand and the stars but the soul thought no 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 i am 90 years old it's not going to work out this is too much for me and my husband is already 100 something it's not going to work out so we should try something so the soul thought the soul felt and the soul made a decision and the soul said to another soul hey i have a i have a maid let's do it in our way god's face god's thought do it in our own ways and you saw the consequence still we are facing it reaping it my brothers and sisters i don't have points 1 2 3 4 i want to ask you this question what is the word of the lord for you are you seeing the word of the lord fulfilled or are you feel the word of the lord is facing a confrontation right now is been opposed if you the word of the lord for you is opposed where and what are you doing where are you standing are you standing still on the promises of god or are you are you are you just giving up or what are you doing are you are you going to try to figure it out are you trying to say i didn't work so i should try something else you know one guy told me pastor you are so casual that's why church is not growing you should wear some coat and suit and 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 you should you should change your tone and you should not just keep you should not talk to people very casual you should have that reserved voice people will like that praise the lord brother sonil sister mary how are you imagine me doing that i mean i can't even i i saying those words make me here crazy i i am a t-shirt jeans guy you know and it's it's so weird i could not imagine that you know sometimes some places i went to a country they told me i cannot preach without a suit so the guy bought me a suit and then i preached while i was preaching i said can i remove this because it was so hot in that country i removed the suit and i preached the rest of the sermon you know so the anointing is not on the suit or on the tie it's in the person amen so it's not on the policies it's on the person so i want to challenge you sometimes we take the word of god and we try and try in our own way or we give it up but i want to ask you to do this because that's what the holy spirit is asking me and my wife to do this that the just shall live by faith faith in what faith in not in my works faith in the finished work of jesus now i want you to turn few chapters hebrew 6 and it's it says here because this is very important this is a basic thing but we all fail in this one or one or two things see look at verse 4 okay it talks about six things okay it is impossible for those who are once enlightened have tasted the heavenly gift have become the partakers sorry excuse me go from verse 1 let's read this therefore leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of christ let us go on to perfection not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works 
So faith in what? Faith not in your dead works. If I fast more, pray more. Don't misunderstand that grace preacher. Sorry, that's another extreme. That's another dead work. No, what I'm saying is it's not you. When I say, when something is not working, what's wrong with me? You know what is going on? Then that means you are still on the throne. That self-life has to be crucified. It's not you, but Christ who lives in me. That's why I've said this before and I'm not scared to say it again. I'm not even embarrassed to say it again. Before God conquers you, he conquers. Before God conquers through you, he conquers you first. Amen. Why don't you say this in your own ways? Lord, conquer me first. Conquer me first. Conquer my soul. Conquer my mind. Conquer my emotions. Conquer my will. Conquer my ambitions. I am not. It's the self-life. I should not be. You know, the first thing many times people say, it's not working. So what's going what I'm going to do? No, you don't have to do anything. Christ is conquering you. You are not in a competition. You are not in a rat race. You are not trying to win some approval. Nothing. It's Christ and you are on together. And that's what it says. Laying down, again, the foundation of repentance from dead works, faith toward God, doctrines of baptism, laying of hands, resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this is the challenge I want to encourage you to think about it. What are the dead works you've been doing when, when things don't go well in, in what God has spoken to you? What dead works? Maybe a dead work of praying more, maybe a dead work of contending more, a dead work of saying, God, you have to do this. You know, I wanted to do this. I want to see this happen right now. You know why we have this right now theology? Because we live in an instant gratification. Hello, right now, it's, it's a right now theology is based on our, our world, how it goes around. That's why we pray for right now. You know, if, if you ask my grandmother to make a chicken curry, she would not have achi chicken masala ready-made, garam masala. She would have to grind it. I don't know whether you have this, we call it ammikal. I don't know how do you translate that ammikal. Anybody, can you help me? Ammikal, you know, what is ammikal? It's a, it's, it's, a, she would grind, you know, and if you say, make me, make me a, you know, tanga chutney, there is no mixture. There is one like this. They would carve. Anybody seen this or I'm that only brother Sunil help me. Don't leave me alone in this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You have to carve there. And people who have a long teeth, they will say, they will make fun also, you know. So anyway, so now we live, we ready-made, ready-made dosa paste. It's all so fast. So what happened? Our word of God also becomes like that. Our culture, this week, it's one of the saddest week for me because one of my heroes in faith went to be with the Lord, Floyd McClung. Have you heard about Floyd McClung? He just passed away yesterday. And it's really, you know, it, it really... He really impacted my life. I met him in 2005 in Waivam Musenberg in South Africa. He came to speak in a community meeting and I rushed towards him and I said to him, Floyd, God has called me to Amsterdam to go as a missionary. 
I know you've been there as a missionary. You served the base. You led the ministry there. I want you to pray. Floyd is almost seven foot. He's so big and he's humongous. His hands are like, it can, it's, he's humongous guy. And I said to him, please pray. And he put this hand over me and he prayed this prayer, which is the prayer that I still pray. One of the prayers, Lord, make Charles not to be influenced by what he sees, but be influenced in the city. And that's the cry. 2005, he prayed. Now I'm 2021. And that's my prayer. God, I don't want to be influenced. I want to be an influencer. And what we are doing, we are influenced. Everything is fast. Today, if somebody goes and says, I have only 2G signal, you are praying for deliverance over that person. Why? Because right now we are talking about 5G, LTE. We don't have time. Everything has to happen now. So the, the, the theology also turned out like that. Now, now. So if it's not working, now something is wrong. Now, turn with me now. Few more chapters. I, I don't know. I've never done this kind of teaching. I usually do point, point, point. So it's even outside of my comfort zone. So are you guys okay? Are we learning something? Thank you, brother. Thank you. Now, turn with me to uh, faith. Uh, sorry, chapter 11. Now, you look at this chapter 11. It's got 25 times the word faith is mentioned. Now, we take part of the faith heroes and we proclaim Abraham, Abel, you know, Sarah, Noah, and then and then we say Moses. And about Moses, it mentions four or five times. Jacob, Joseph, and uh, Isaac, all those beautiful things. And then we have this list called Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets. And then it goes on in verse 33. Who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lion, Quench the violence of fire. Escape the edge of the sword. Out of the weakness, escape the edge of the sword. That's where the matrix got that idea. When you shoot, you bend down like this. Have you seen the matrix movie? You know, so, so that's the escape the edge of the sword. You know, and the escape the edge of the sword. And out of weakness were made strong, being valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received the dead rise to life again. And we stopped there. Why? It sounds really good. We call that faith. It's beautiful. I want that. I'm praying for you also. But then there is another part of faith which we really don't want to talk about it. Others. Circle that word others. And it says here, we're tortured. Hello? Word of God. When you endure the word of God, you may go through torture. Others not accepting deliverance, they may obtain a better resurrection. Still others, trials of mockings. Have you ever been mocked because of your faith? Hello? Oh, Papa, they are mocking me. I should not, you know, they say the, the God of Elijah. Because they take one scripture for that. Some kids went to Elijah. He was bald. So they said to him, Sotaptata, Sotaptata. They did like this. You know, he was, he was bald. So Elijah called on the bears to come and kill them. So we take that and we say, Oh, you're mocking me. God of Elijah, send the bears. In Vellur, there are no bears. <laughs> you understand? So look at this. They were mocked. Scourgings. 
Scourging is what Jesus went through. Scourging. It's not just a little spank on your kid's butt that you do. You know, no, it's literally tearing the flesh apart. You know, and chains, imprisonment were stoned, sawn into. Many people, historians believe Isaiah was sawn into because he hid under one of the tea tree trunk and there was a bad king lived, his king called King Amaziah. He was a very bad king and he told Cut him, cut the tree in half. Isaiah was cut in half. The guy who said, in his wounding, we find healing. <laughs> By faith. My brothers and sisters, we live. We'll, I, I mean, it will be a disservice if I say everything is go, go well. Sometimes, yeah, it will go well, but not in our own mindset. Look at this verse. It says, chains, sawn into, tempted were slain with the sword, wandered upward in sheepskins, goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented of the world was not worthy. And they wandered in the deserts, mountains, in dens, caves of the earth. And all these have obtained a good testimony through faith. So what's my point? My point is this, very simple. Word of God helps you to do the will of God. When you do the word of God, when you hold on to the word of God and do the will of God, you will break into promise. What is the promise? It's not some rewards of uh, spirit, you know, yeah, yeah, blessing yeah, and, and prosperity. Maybe it's got included in that. But the greatest promise that Jesus is completely formed in you. Amen. And that Jesus to form your self-life has to die. Your, that's why Jesus says, you want to follow me? Take up your cross. I have done my cross, but you take up your cross and follow me. And that is faith, my brothers and sisters. Faith is not just conquering the mountains. Faith sometimes says, you know what? Yes, I am being mocked, but I am holding on to Jesus. Yes, I went through rejection. I'm holding on to Jesus. Yes, I was ridiculed, but I'm holding on to Jesus. Yes, people think I'm a little, you know, um, when Eunice was dating me, we dated very few months and all her colleagues was asking her, have you slept with your Indian boyfriend? She said, no, I'm waiting for that day of marriage. They all mocked her. She said, oh, you are some from old century. That's not true. You should, you should, you should not do this. You are, you are putting yourself in a danger. This is not true. Mocked. And she, every time she would go to job and people will make fun. Have you changed? Have you changed your mind? She said, no, I'm holding on. This is what the Lord said to me. What Lord? What is this? This is in a post-Christian worldview you're talking about. Hello? But then when you... Do the will of God, you break into promise. Christ is found in you. My brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you by, by sharing these things to you because we're going to take communion. Okay, we're going to take communion. And I just one more scripture I want to read and then let's, let's wrap this time. Okay, now, this is what I want to read with you. Verse 25. Okay, let's 24 and 25 of chapter 10. Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some, but exhorting one another so much more as you see the day approaching. And as the writer says, if you want to endure the word God speaks to you, 
if you want to endure the promises god gives to you and if you want to not give up grab hold of the church be part so that you can you can work together and sometimes i know some of you uh i i all of you are here i see you are so super committed but we need to pray for our family of purpose house there are some they just go with the feeling if they are feeling good they will go to church we need to pray we need to pray for them i am not here gonna because it's not about telling names but we are driven by feelings today this culture where we live it's driven by feelings ah i don't feel like going you know one of my pastor friend from dallas he told me i i told how the indian churches are i said our indian churches some people walk because that time i was working as a pastor from organization my grandfather were you know pioneered and we have churches in in india in different places and some of the most of them are in villages and uh, some of the believers walk 2 3 kilometers in a hot sun they don't have bus charge to pay for the bus because if they pay for the bus they don't have money to put for the offering they would walk and come for one hour walk they come to church two hours no ac church kneel down pray in a mat then go back and and to their homes and this pastor very sarcastically but in a very hurted way he said i can't tell my church like that if there is a little bit of ice on the road in dallas which is very uncommon to happen in dallas to have ice on the road and they would say i don't feel like to get out this is the comfort zone we are living even in vellore sometimes we are like in the city we like ah it's not a big deal it's not a big deal you know one of my pastor friend who lives in varanasi i went to minister and he said today you will preach so i said yes where is your church he said we moved to a new location i said where you will come and see because the old location kicked us out so we we moved to a new location so i said where you will come and see so he took me you know where is the new location under the tree 150 people under the tree no mats no chairs just the tarpaulin that plastic tarpaulin you cover your car with that's what people are sitting there worshiping the lord hello god has taken us so blessed we are blessed with big facilities zoom some of you right now sitting on a ac room like i am you know and you are saying but then you are questioning oh this is too much too hard for me to understand maybe i should give up my brothers and sisters if you endure don't throw your confidence what is the confidence in christ when you endure after you have done the will of god you may receive the promise i want to pray for you i want to pray that the spirit of god will encourage you not to give up but to hold on amen